Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for November 28th, and here's what's going on in the wonderful world of the automobile. Electric cars are coming under stricter scrutiny from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or more specifically, the Chevy Volt is. As we reported earlier, a Volt caught fire three weeks after NHTSA conducted a crash test on it. Further testing showed the battery could catch fire in certain circumstances, like when the cooling system and battery are damaged, which allows the battery to get too hot. But you know, this is really a story about how to handle an EV battery after it's been involved in an accident. Emergency responders and tow truck drivers should read NHTSA's report on what to do, and you can check our show notes to get that link. The AFP reports the European Commission has decided to take Germany, yeah, the whole country, to court. Apparently, Deutschland is behaving badly. No, it hasn't attacked France again. It was supposed to get rid of a law protecting Volkswagen from corporate takeovers, but it didn't do that. The backstory to all this is a little bit confusing. Niedersachsen, the state of Lower Saxony, owns about 20% of VW, and the law in question gives it veto rights over any takeover deal. The European Court of Justice initially ordered Germany to ditch that legislation back in 2007, but nothing changed because lawmakers basically ignored the court's decision. Now Germany could face some stiff penalties. A fine of 31,000 euros a day has been proposed from the date of the first ruling and nearly 300,000 euros from the date of the yet-to-be-announced second ruling. Of course, all this depends on the European judges. Toyota's new rear-drive sports car, the one that's been shown as a concept about 27 times, is officially official. And as we've reported about 27 times, it was developed in conjunction with Subaru. In Europe, the Toyota version will be called the GT86. In Japan, they're simply going to call it the 86. It'll be powered by a two-liter boxer, four-cylinder engine delivering 197 horsepower. Interestingly, it features both port and direct fuel injection. A six-speed manual or automatic transmission will be available, at least in the UK. The GT86 will arrive at dealerships next June. You know, Subaru was kind of screwed when Toyota bought part of the company. That's because China will not allow foreign automakers to have multiple joint ventures in the country. And Subaru wanted to do a joint venture with Cherry, but since it's partly owned by Toyota, the Chinese said no way. But they did come up with a solution. Subarus will now be sold as Cherries, and Cherry will run the entire sales network in China. Besides partnering with Subaru, now Toyota's teaming up with BMW to share engine technology. Toyota will provide BMW with hybrid technology, while BMW will share its diesels with Toyota. 
You know, this just shows you how expensive it is to develop this kind of technology. When two companies like Toyota and BMW have to get together to split the cost. And it's even more expensive when nobody wants to buy the car that you came out with. We already reported this was likely going to happen, but now it's official. Daimler will drop the Maybach brand. Bloomberg reports that it has not turned a profit since it was reintroduced in 2002, and last year they only sold 200 Maybachs. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the new BMW X3. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. In the Autoline Garage this week on what is a very damp and dreary day, we have the new BMW X3, a little ray of sunshine coming to us from Munich. Well, technically for 2011, this thing is actually built in Spartanburg, South Carolina, but that'll be our little secret. This thing is designed to compete with the likes of the Audi Q5, the Mercedes-Benz GLK, and maybe even the Lexus RX. And you can see it's got a pretty nice design for a luxury crossover. We've got some nice surface detailing here on the hood. But personally, I don't think it's quite as attractive as the Q5 or the GLK. But that being said, it's by no means something you'd be embarrassed to be seen in. Base price for the new X3 is about $37,000, and that gets you into an X-Drive 28i model. Stepping up from there is the X-Drive 35i, which starts at about $41,000. So what does that extra money get you? Well, pretty much a turbocharger and about 60 extra horsepower. Under the hood here, we've got a 3-liter straight-six, as you'd expect from BMW, and it's turbocharged, delivering 300 horsepower. It's also matched to an 8-speed ZF automatic transmission. And I've got to say, this driveline combination is absolutely dynamite. You nail the throttle from a stop in this car, the thing zings. It just goes. Of course, it's surprisingly economical, too. The X-Drive 35i stickers at 26 miles per gallon on the highway, and curiously, that's one more mile per gallon than the naturally aspirated version delivers. As for the drive itself, you've got a nice, thick, chunky steering wheel, makes it really easy to carve through turns. The seats, very firm and supportive, as you'd expect. We've got a navigation system up here, nice and high on the dashboard. Below that, dual zone climate control, some lovely wood trim on the center console here, and of course the iDrive control knob. You've got a USB port and an aux jack for all you audiophiles out there. And you know, the back seat's not too bad either. I'm an even six foot tall, and I've got a decent amount of legroom between my kneecaps and the seat in front of me. My only real complaint about sitting back here has to do with the position of the lower cushion. It's just too close to the floor pan. And that's a design constraint. Because of the way BMW styled the roof line, it really drops off as it gets towards the back of the vehicle. The things we do for vanity. Hey, who, who's driving this thing? Thanks for that report, Craig. BMW is counting on the X3 to propel it to the top of the luxury segment all around the world. Autoline After Hours is back this Thursday night, and we will be exploring the engineering and design culture in Detroit. 
Is it alive and thriving? Or did the big collapse damage it for good? Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider discussion of what's going on in the auto industry this Thursday night starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.